Fear or freedom? You have a choice. Let's talk about it. All right, you guys, welcome back to Heartway Farms. We're so glad you're here with us today. You know, it's early, uh, the sun just came up and Josh and I are still working on our morning coffee. Uh, and you know, this morning, we were both just in the living room together with the lights out dark, you know, like before the sun came up, before the kids wake up. And we were just uh, chatting with each other about some things. And I was also listening to um, something that I had listened before that had kind of been inspiring to me. And um, the topic of the fear that's going on in the world right now right. came up. And so right. we were like, you know what, let's just sit down. We were talking about, talking about it with each other. So we were like, let's talk about it with you guys. So that's what we're doing here this morning. Right. Right? <laughs> so what is what are the fear topics that we've been talking about? We've been dealing with it in just in the recent events here that we've been talking about with our subscribers. We've been talking about food shortages, issues with the economy, issues with the the C word that's been going around in the last couple of years. Um, but there's just been a lot of uncertainty and fear just in, in the media. We've talked about that, that every single time you turn on anything social media or news related, it's, you know, the treacherous snowstorm is around the corner. Seriously, it was you know, for the last week. Yeah. Uh, maybe, the, maybe the mad truckers are coming no. to town. No, we <laughs> no. love you truckers, by the for, way. Support, <laughs> we support you Canadians, We're, we've got your back. Um, and we appreciate you. Yes. But you were talking about the weather. Yeah. So like we uh, we got like a foot, maybe, maybe a foot of snow the yeah. other day yeah. or whatever, but, and we live in Illinois, so this isn't that abnormal. But okay. the wind was blowing but and the snow was coming down. I mean, the drama, <laughs> the drama of it all, you yeah. guys. And that's just the truth. This morning, yeah. I, I don't turn on, um, I've gotten in the habit of not turning on my, or looking at my phone or like social media pages or anything um, first thing in the morning. I take my time to, to organize my thoughts and my heart and all of these things first and then, you know, then start moving forward with my day. But it made me laugh because we had, we were just talking about this topic of fear and I turned on one of my social media apps and immediately it was like this dramatic thing. Something's happening in Texas and <laughs> everybody's dying from it and uh, the roads are iced over. Nobody can get this from the store. Power's out on the East Coast. And I was like, you guys, yeah. it's like a soap opera just happening. Every time that you turn on the news or every time you look at your phone or I don't know, I mean, the truth is you don't hear or see it when you're talking to your neighbor necessarily or right. talking to your family members, but this is the narrative that's being shoved down our throats. And it's- Well, and real quick, I would say even on the flip side, when I'm out in public, when I've been up and down the road for some recent activities, talking with neighbors, um, people are, people are wanting to invite you into their homes. They're wanting to sit down and talk and have relationship and conversation. They're wanting to share what's going on in their life and what, maybe they're dealing with troubles, but in spite of those troubles. But we always have been. Yeah, but they still have hope, right? right. So you, you have this, this fear or freedom mentality. You have this you know, fear or, or a perspective of hope. Um, and it's a matter of what you set your heart upon. And I think that's where even you're saying, you know, is part of the, we, we try, it's, it's a struggle, you know, with, with everything in front of you. You try to focus and keep your, the proverbial garden tilled up and free of weeds, right? Right. 
And Which is daily. All of you guys who yeah. have a garden, you know that if you let a week go by, right. when you don't go and you pick those you weeds thistles. out and get rid of them, I mean, they yeah. take over, you yeah. know, if you don't get rid of them. So preparing your heart, preparing your mind, yeah. and keeping your focus, it's an important aspect. Yeah. So we'll so get more into that later. We'll get more into that. So it's just, this is, this is something real life that everybody's dealing with right now. You have a choice every day when you wake up to choose fear, which with the narrative that's being pushed down our throats, it's easy. So don't feel condemnation for that. Right. That's that is what is is it's trying in front of people you, are yeah. trying to make happen. Okay. Right. So you can choose fear or you can choose freedom. Right. And this is something, especially we've got six kids that we're trying to raise up in the and, and not grown kids. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. our I would say like our thirteen 13-year-old, 15-year-old, and almost 17-year-old. Um, Julianne will be 17 in, in March. It's a whole different thing raising kids that are aware, completely aware of what's going on that you can speak openly and honestly with. Right. Um, raising them in the midst of this type of situation. Versus the six, eight, and... Yeah, the little yeah, kids can kind six, of be eight, a little oblivious because all the only thing they feed off of is, you, is mom and dad. Right, and, and what they see. Well, what you choose to allow in your home, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, if you allow fearful things in your home, you are going to deal with fear. Mm -hmm. um, this is a lesson that we've learned, not that we're perfect at it by any means. We're constantly tilling that garden that you were talking yeah. about. But if you... Do not allow those fearful things in your home. It cuts way down on any of those things. Even For in sure. my life, like yeah. I don't watch things, things that yeah. will cause fear because yeah. I don't want. To, why would I want to think about that? So yeah. we're trying to raise a family in the midst of it. It's 2022 right now. February, um, just for reference for future people. Yeah. And so you know the current state of affairs that the world is in right now. Right. And it can be a very heavy thing. Right. So it's easy for someone to say, keep the hope, keep the faith. Just, you know. But how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> you stinker. <Yeah. laughs> He's so good at transitions. <laughs> no, and I think this is important. So that's what we're going to talk it about ties today. Into, it ties into your family, your finances, your farming, your homestead. It's everything. Your, your yeah. place so of why? employment. So real quick, in order to stay focused on this, because you could talk about so many different avenues, I just want to talk about three action steps, and we'll talk about them as we go, yeah. on how to choose freedom over fear, right. okay? And this is a daily choice. And real quick, while we're thinking about it, is what are some things that you have done to combat this? What are some things, right. before we even get into it, what are some things, uh, while you're thinking of it here, yeah, you know, give us your reply, give us your, your thoughts on um, what are you dealing with, what are you seeing in your community, what are you seeing in your local um, circle? Yeah, and, your families and, and, you know. And how are you, friends. I don't want to say combating that, but how are you actively tilling your soil? How are you actively getting rid of the weeds that would try to creep up? Um, because I think that's important that we share. Once again, we, we talk about this in many of our, 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 our talks is that you are part of our tribe because there is a like-mindedness there. There is a thought process that's of a like-minded process. So... Let's f let's feed off of each other in that area and and get your feedback. Right, we're always learning and growing in this every day. For sure. Every minute, <laughs> you know, and we constantly have to humble ourselves and learn new things. So let's talk about it. Um, three action steps, and there's probably a million, but we're going to talk about three today. Um, and number one is commanding your day. So when I 
get up in the morning, I'm, I have choices to make immediately. First of all, I have a choice on what time I get up. I have a choice what I do with that time mm -hmm. after I get up. Mm -hmm. And I notice a difference, and this is just the truth. In seasons of my life, when I'm woken up by little kids, <laughs> you know, and immediately I gotta put my, you know, my nose down and just go Wait with a the second. day. You get grumpy? I, I'm never grumpy. Never grumpy. Ever. Okay. <laughs> so when you get woke up by little kids. When you and you, you know, immediately have to go running and get started. Mm -hmm. Um there's a difference when I do that. Um or in a and and I know seasons change, but I'm just telling you what's I'm just being upfront. I know there's grace and mercy to this. There's a difference from being woken up and having to get right to it versus getting up and coming downstairs alone and having quiet time, getting my thoughts in order, my heart in order, my lists in order, <laughs> right. um, and commanding my day. Now, I know this isn't always perfect, but it's it's a principle to shoot for. It is. We never you you got to shoot for something otherwise you're never going to, you know, hit a mark of any kind. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to kind of set some goals for yourself. And if you can get up and set your minds upon set your mind upon things that are good and right and just and worthy of your time, right. then that's how you start. I think that's an important thing right there. You just you said something that might have gone over a lot of people's head in my head at first is what what's worthy of your time, right? Well, Making those choices. Right? I, can, I can guarantee that if you wake up and the first thing you do is turn on your nice little, you know, the smartphone, smartphone, which is so, so smart, <laughs> which appreciate because this is how we run our business mm -hmm. and communicate with those that we love and stuff like that. But in the end, if the first thing I do is I turn this on and I hit app after app after app, and I see that the, those things we were talking about, the report about these people dying and the report about this storm there so and this the mudslide, the in. mudslide <laughs> there. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. These things are real. Yeah. But you, this can, you guys know, you can get on this thing and then an hour later you realize, oh, I didn't do anything productive except just scroll through that. And what was it re recently we, and this is not a, a new comment at all, but th that each one of us had the same 24 hours in the day. Yeah. So in commanding your day, you're, you're choosing, you know, how much time do I sleep away? How much yeah. time do I scroll away? How much yeah. time do I, do I, do I think about it or do I pray about it? Right? Like how much time do we delay in what we're doing? So, um, I think one of the things that Annie's much better at in commanding the day than I am is is like I have high and lofty goals that I try to generally shoot for, whereas Annie is a lot more disciplined in like a list or a pertinent thing of an action step for the day, right? So yeah, because otherwise, you know, and and not setting your goals so high that you can't accomplish it because right. that's frustrating too. I mean, I don't who give me a shout out to <laughs> those of you out there who love checking things off your list. That's like I love it. <laughs> it makes me happy, makes me feel like I accomplished something and even if it's maybe not something I could do today, I can put it on my list for this week as right. an accomplishment because you guys know there's always somebody to call, like whether it's a dentist or an eye exam, or there's always someone uh, to, if someone has to go to this place, we have to replace this item, we have to fix this item. Yeah. It can become so overwhelming where if you command it and you schedule it and you slot time for those things, it it's like it, it helps you to wrap your mind around it. Right. And, and it doesn't become overwhelming. There's freedom in 
that disciplined action of mm -hmm. making a plan and kind of sticking to it. Right. So the high and lofty goals are, they're great because they give you something and to go towards. And we have those, we have those as well, but that's not like, I have to do this today. Well, but you need your, <laughs> you you need your, little, you need your little steps to yeah. march your way towards that goal. Right, okay? and it's not like you say, you know, tonight before bed or whatever. I'm not gonna say, okay, um, tomorrow, I'm gonna wake up at 3.30 and I'm gonna, I'm like, let's say you're used to getting up at seven or whatever. Right. And tomorrow I'm going to start getting up at three 30 every day. Yeah. And I'm going to spend this many hours, you know, doing, doing this, all the yeah. things that I need yeah. to do to prepare for the day. It, these things are like little steps yeah. <laughs> and you have to just begin to start making those changes. But if you never start making those small changes to command your day, you won't. Okay. And then you'll have a year two years, five years go by to, and you say, okay, I still haven't made that change that I, that I wanted to, to make. Okay. And all of us are always continuing to work in this, you guys. This isn't something you perfect overnight. It takes time, but it takes discipline. And that's, that discipline, self-discipline goes into this commanding your, your day. Mm -hmm. um, a very wise, <laughs> I, I won't say who he is, but a very wise and influential friend in South Africa um, one time said, um, I, we are people of faith, so I'm just gonna, mm -hmm. just gonna lay it out there, but he said, never engage the foolishness of the world before you engage God. And yeah. I think built into that, so that's a principle that we live yeah. by, but built into that is don't engage the foolishness of the world before you got your head on, before you have your head on straight, right. you know, right. like let's get our, our focus set first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And because you could wake up with all those, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And it's like trying to suffocate you, you know, right. and that's where you put, you say, no, I'm not going to be suffocated by that. I'm not going to choose fear. I'm going to choose freedom. And the way that you give freedom, and this goes into budgeting, we could go a million different directions, yeah. is is putting everything in its order and putting right. everything in its own box so that you can overcome that feeling of being overwhelmed or that feeling of anxiety. Yeah, and I think that might go into even the next step here is that is there's order in everything, right? Mm -hmm. and, and this is gonna come out the wrong way, but I'm just gonna say is that there's a time to be selfish, there's a time to tend to the personal things, yeah. and then there's a time to be, um, once you prepare those little things within you and your family, then you're able to, to give to those around you. Because if you're deficient, whether it's mentally, physically, spiritually, uh, on your own accord, it's really hard to be abundant, to be overflowing in those areas. If you're strapped financially, it's really hard to be a gracious giver, Yeah. right? But maybe you have, a, you know, maybe, maybe one thing you did really well is you had a phenomenal garden. We got a person down the street from us that's one of our neighbors, and he's got a phenomenal uh, garden, does a really good job, and he's able to give abundantly from his, yeah. his produce. He just will show up at home and we'll have like... Right. piles of stuff sitting piles there, right? Piles of, of And whether veggies. we can use it or the chickens can use it, but the point of it is is that it's in, there is a season in the order of things to take care of your house, to take care of your, your proverbial home, your temple, and to have those things in order. And then you're able to turn your perspective outwards. You're yeah. able to turn your perspective towards... Um, the community needs, yeah. the local friends and family, yeah. your, uh, your place of, of worship or where you gather together with, with the saints, um, all those types of things. Yeah. But so we already talked about commanding your day. Now we're talking about, you know, taking your perspective from here 
and thinking about, you know, fear and doubt and being overwhelmed and, and taking your perspective outward, right. outward and upward, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, because it's, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And, you know, we just real quick, the things that we value as a family and as a business, as a, as a Heartway Farms family right. is family, community, and hopefully those things, when you grow those things can continue to grow hope. Right. And when fear is present, when you are afraid, when you are afraid to go out of your house, when you're afraid to go to the store, when you're afraid to go to work, you cannot be beneficial. Right. <laughs> you cannot take it from the individual perspective right. and make a difference in your community, you know, in your extended family. And you just can't go from it, the inside out. Yeah, you know? it's hard to meet tangible needs. Yeah. Right. That's another thing is like there's there's the communication needs that we all have or the or the relational needs. But then there's just the reality. There's tangible needs. Right. If yeah. someone's sick and at home, maybe if something we were able to do. And this is a, just a silly example is we were I was at work with a group of guys and we I saw a Facebook text come out or a thread come out that said, you know, we're at home sick. It'd be great if someone could stop and pick us up this cough syrup for the day so that they didn't have to run out. So we swung by, we picked up this item, we did a little door drop at the front, you know, uh, ring the doorbell and run. And I'm just hearing this story too, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like I and didn't know this. <laughs> so we dropped it off, but it was a tangible need at that moment that someone conveyed that they needed. Now, was were they so sick that they couldn't go get it? I don't I don't know, and I don't really care, honestly. But the point of it was is that there was a need conveyed and we were able to meet that need in a tangible way and and I think brighten that person's outlook, even in their own sickness, yeah. um, there's a hope that's inspired there and it's yeah. a tangible need. So I think uh, the relational needs are important. We talked about the looking up your spiritual needs and the, the tangible needs of those around you. Yeah. It's important. It's important to feel free and comfortable to shake someone's hand, yeah. to give someone to hug a hug, somebody. to see a smile on someone's yeah. face, you know. Yeah, seriously, guys, keeping it real. Like yeah. we have people that will, uh, our farm our farm shop is open and it's like self-serve, but it's always been that way. It was self-serve right. before all this nonsense came down the pipe. Right. And we get to meet people here from all over the world. Um, it, we've yeah. joked about putting- High world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from all over the world, which is so cool there. Yeah. Kids get to meet people that, you know, are just stopping by on a weekend and they're from, right. you know, Kenya and they moved here, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. And just to hear their stories, it's so cool. South um, Africa. South Africa. We have people from all over, you know, yeah. that, that stop by and um, we get to shake their hand. We get to hear their story. We get to share our story and what, what the Lord has done in our lives and on the farm right. and uh, in our, you know, in our family. And it's just such a cool opportunity. And in recent years, the last two years to be exact, you know, sometimes you'll have people come and they'll try to be respectful. They'll have their mask on and they'll, you know, I can't hear them and, you know, and I don't have a mask on and I'll, you know, say, they're almost like completely relieved when they're like, oh, can I take this thing out? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Take it off. Yeah. Breathe. We're outside in the beautiful sun in the country. <laughs> you know, we're on a farm. Yeah. Just live your life. Anyway, so there's just just being able to interact with people as people. You know, I said earlier, you know, going from here, this perspective of fear likes to make you feel like keep everything consumed. inward and yeah. consumed. And 
the individual, you're in this alone. You have so much that you have to do. You can't get out of this hole and take your perspective out. Take your perspective was, from this yeah. to people. And there was even a slogan know? that was going around for a while that I, I couldn't wrap my mind around. It, it was together alone. And I was like, that's, that's really what we're trying to preach society right now is that we're together alone. How, how do we even do that, right? Yeah. So people come here and they come here and experience freedom. They experience um, hope. They experience uh, that. These are the goals. They're honestly in These need. These are our goals. You know, they're, they're in need. They show up here and they have, whether it's an, it was a spoken need or an unseen need, is there's a need for relationship within each one of us. Yeah. And that has been um, suppressed yeah. these last couple years. Yeah. Um, and it, it's created more fear. Right. So we, we take our perspective and we, instead of keeping it inward, we push it outward and we begin to conquer fear and choose freedom through relationships, through communication, through mm -hmm. community right. and family and all of these things. Now, last but not least, you, and this is the only thing that you can do. So we talked about commanding your day, changing your perspective, but what are some action steps that you can do? Um, and simple ones, like make your own list. <laughs> I'm like, what can I do to kind of get over my fear? Like if you know, if you know that watching those news programs or whatever, right. create fear first thing in the morning, don't watch the news. <laughs> it's fake news anyway. Don't watch it. Turn it off and shut off the lies and right. just change what you're allowing to come in. That could be one goal. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Have we, we're on the spot right now, but like I haven't set any specific goals in this area because I really... This work has been done in me a long time ago to not right. be fearful. Right. It used to be something that it was that I dealt with when our kids were little, mm -hmm. and it was something that I really had to get give over to the Lord. And I I feel like there's I have been set free from that. So when you are <laughs> um, setting these goals, look look at what in your life, like what action steps can I take to put down that that freedom or to, to, to go back to the other things, how to command your day. Well, then my goal might be, okay, I'm not going to go to bed at midnight. I'm going to go to bed tonight at 10, or I'm going to go and start working your way back so that I can get up before my kids and get my mind on straight, right. you know? And I think without laying out specific things is there's a couple like they're, maybe they're big and overarching, but being intentional, that's the big thing you're talking about is that you, you choose how In you're going to use your time intentionally. Yeah you come up with these goals and they are kind of an intentional process, uh, whether they're daily goals, weekly goals, or, you know, maybe they're multi-year goals, you know, yeah. um, a lot of people don't know, but we, we literally prayed about a farm for over 12 years before we finally got our farm here. That was a, it was a large overarching goal that we kind of really didn't have a destination timeline. In, and we didn't in know mind. what it would look like right. really. It was, you know, but it was a goal and we continued to strive towards it. But I think one of the things you're bringing up is that you, in your in your goal setting and in your striving, be careful that you don't condemn yourself for dealing with something in that moment. You know, Annie said that she used to deal with fear um, years ago, and that that's something that she has been set free of. And there's there's during that process of of getting these things in order, you know, don't don't be so quick to fall back into the trap. No, there are seasons for all of these things. And that's what like, um, I was speaking with a friend the other day and she has 
a lot of young children. Mm -hmm. And there's you have to choose these goals that are realistic for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, be, now, in hindsight, when I look backward, I wasted a lot of time. Even when my kids were young, I could have been more productive. Now, I'm right. not condemning myself about that, but I've, I can see that now. It's just a realistic It's the reality of it. Yeah. I mean, if you have time, you know, to watch five TV shows every day, well, okay, there's probably some things that are out of order. So mm -hmm. like this is, I'm talking to myself here, you right. guys. So there's, because there's much that can be accomplished and um, we're trying to teach these things to our kids and sometimes it's easier just to put them in front of a show instead of dealing with them. Right. But there are some, some baby steps that you can take to kind of command that order right. in your home. Yeah. And to, like I said, I don't know what your goals are. I, right. I made a list for myself already at the beginning of this year and it's, you know, New, new Year's resolutions is not even what I classify it as. It's like we've been given a new year, mm -hmm. and in the when you're given that new year and that new amount of time, Josh right. already talked about this, we've been handed 365 days, you know, right. to use and to spend um, however yeah, the currency of time. we feel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, however we feel like we should spend that. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, everyone has different priorities in that area, but like, right. you know, are we going to spend that time wisely and, and are we going to spend it making improvements or remaining in the same spot where we are with this current climate of fear? Mm. <laughs> Not even a climate. I don't know. It's, it's self-induced with the world as it is, but right. in this fear situation, you can choose to remain in fear mm -hmm. or you can choose to start taking these action steps that move into freedom. I mean, right. just very quickly to tie that into homesteading. When you're looking at your goals, which is our, our point that we're on right now, when you're looking at setting goals, if it overwhelms you to go buy 20, 30 acres of property, it it is overwhelming. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Yeah. If you're in the middle of a neighborhood, like we were talking this morning, you yeah. know, starting our little garden back at our, our when we only had two kids and I was either pregnant with Elise right. and having our night, our garden in our backyard in the middle of a subdivision and starting there, you know, building your community. Again, taking your focus from here to out in the community. Who can I build relationships with? Not for selfish reasons, just for building that security. You know, right. the, this yeah. is important, but to me, this is something that I've realized in myself that the, the best way to cast fear aside is through action. Right. And that's not fearful action, <laughs> you know, right. that's productive action. Like, okay, if I'm, if I've got something on my mind that's weighing on my mind, right. if I kind of begin to bring order to my day and realize, okay, no, I can accomplish that. I right. can get that done. We can get that done in this time slot, or I can start saving towards this. Fill in the blank, you guys. I could go on and on, but like, when I begin to put things in order, the action steps that I take drive out fear. And that's and even that's I mean, kind I'm of look, the point I'm of this at conversation the wall right now today. Is, is even the, the action of be still and know that I am God. There's still a, there's still an action step in stillness. Yeah, you know As silly as it is, no, there's there is. still an action step in making yourself be still or making yourself get up at a certain time in the morning or making yourself put down a a smartphone, you know, these yeah. are, 
It's be hard still to do. and know that I am God. Is, yeah. There's an action step in stillness even. Well, okay, <laughs> there's here's an illustration for you and we'll we'll end it on this. Yeah. But you know, we talk about the word faith or hope or whatever, mm -hmm. and um, I can sit in here, you know, let's say it May comes around, you know, May, June, you know, April, whatever. And I sit in here at my table drinking my, my coffee and I look outside and I say, you know what? I have faith that there's going to be a garden out there. Yeah. I have faith <laughs> that tomorrow or when I go out there, there's going to be beautiful tomatoes and, right. and uh, potatoes tucked in nicely and all these things. And I, I have faith for that. Right. And then the next day, you know what? I, I still, I still have faith. I have faith that that's going to happen. I, I have hope that that garden is going to plant itself and come up and look great and be, be whole. Guys, that's not how it works. That is not faith. That is not hope. That right. is, that's fake news, people. <laughs> like, seriously, like, you have to put in the effort. Yeah. You have to put in the time. And the good Lord makes up for our weaknesses. When we are weak, he is strong. And that's where the grace comes in. Right. But there are action steps like that go along with that faith and with that hope. You guys can do it. You can absolutely do it, right? So, and the important part is we're talking about all these things, but you guys have got to know that all of us are a work in progress in these things. And we continue. The Lord calls me to lay down new things and to tweak things and and yeah. continue, you know, be moldable. to be yeah. moldable, yeah. to be uh, change, changeable, yeah. you know, in these things. All of us are going through it, through it. Mm -hmm. and we are to encourage one another in these things. Not to, you know, I'm not going to let Josh get stuck in the mud. I want him to come, you know, come up higher and he wants me to come up higher right. so that we can continue to um, establish these things and better our families and our communities reach goals reach, reach goals, goals and yeah. not to remain stagnant in these things so it's yeah. this is meant to be an encouragement and i really hope that it is okay so just to recap we've been talking about fear or freedom yeah and how do we free ourselves? how do we change our course of action and what are some action steps that we can take and we talked about one commanding your day two turning your perspective outward or towards and the upward. community and, and <laughs> upward right yeah. so and not being focused on the, the micro space of me. And then action number, steps. number three is coming up with action steps and goals in accomplishing that. So we hope that you guys have a, a blessed year, that this it helps to inspire you and to encourage you and to bring hope. Um, and have a blessed day.